Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Twins idled today. They continue to trip in Arizona with the Diamondbacks on Friday night. Devin Smeltzer will be on the mound. Madison Bumgarner uh, for the Diamondbacks in game one of the series. Twins leave Seattle and uh, win a couple of games in that series. So they've been on the right side of three of the last four series, winning in Toronto, dropping a series to the Yankees, then beating the Rays, and now the Mariners, and now onto a beatable team in the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Phil Miller covers the club for the Star Tribune. And Phil, I hope you're doing well. I am, Steve. Uh, it's uh, 112 degrees in uh, <laughs> Phoenix, and I'm indoors, so all's well. Yeah. And that of any trip in the big leagues, going from uh, cool and damp Seattle to hot, dry Phoenix, in in one flight, that that has to be a bit of a shock to the system. It uh, it was hard to pack for. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. Uh, it it uh, I felt a little silly taking a jacket, and then I was glad I uh, when I got there. Seattle was yeah, Seattle was in the mid fifties all the time, and uh, I felt a little silly carrying my jacket uh, off of the airplane last night. Yeah, and and why not? I heard uh, Corey and Danny one of the nights. Uh, at first pitch, you know, it was in the low 60s maybe, but uh, yeah. certainly once the ball game uh, got going, it got into the 50s quickly, and then in Arizona. But but the ballpark has a roof, and it is air-conditioned and, and should be fine for the ball game. And I don't know if you've heard this, but I brought it up earlier, and I don't want to get too much into other cities and their ballpark issues, but, but that is another city where I have heard that the Arizona Diamondbacks long for a new facility somewhere in the Valley of the Sun. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Uh, the it, it's it's a downtown ballpark, and it, this is weirdly a city where not it, uh, it doesn't revolve around the downtown. Uh, the city is uh, is so spread out here, you know, and it and uh, you know there's more uh, action. There's more. Uh, 
fans, I think, uh, uh, living in Tempe and in Mason and Scottsdale. And uh, I think um, just like the Braves did, uh, like the Rangers did when they first moved to Dallas, uh, I think the uh, they would prefer to be uh, out and uh, not downtown. So uh, the ballpark opened in 1998, I guess, when the uh, team, uh, or 97 or 98. So it's uh, it's relatively new but you know uh atlanta's already got a new park and there's a uh, last one open in 96 so uh yeah the uh, shelf life of uh of uh sports stadiums seems to be getting uh shorter and shorter yeah for sure phil miller joining us covers the twins for the star tribune joining us on the john schuster coldwell banker hotline from the valley of the sun good news is only 109 on friday and then uh a hundred, but a chance of thunderstorms on Saturday. They're moving into their monsoon season, and then on on Sunday, Juneteenth, a uh, hundred and two, and then you get to fly home. And in Minnesota, it'll be a uh, hundred degrees on Monday, so that you have that film. <laughs> I'm just glad we have a hotline to talk about it. It's uh, well uh, well named. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of hot, Luis Arise, what a performance! And uh, it, it's certainly on everyone's radar because uh, he can just flat out hit, and it it, it certainly is fun to see. And uh, yeah, you're right about catching everyone's attention. Uh, last week, uh, Rod Carew said that uh, he's his, uh, he's the most uh, he's the twin most like him that he's uh, seen since uh, uh, he left the team. This uh, this week, Ichiro uh, in Seattle said that. Uh, uh, Louis Arise is his favorite hitter to watch uh, play, so uh, that's some uh, pretty good company to, uh, to get noticed by. And uh, it, it it really is interesting how they're using him too. They he's an, just an on base machine, you know. He's uh, his on base percentage is uh, been right around 400. I think it's uh, um, well over it uh, with this little hot streak he's gone now. Uh, so you you think, well, put a guy like that in the middle of the lineup, in the top of the lineup. I mean, so. Uh, the sluggers can hit him in, but uh, Rocco Baldelli is, uh, has done that sometimes, and when he's got Buxton and Correa both in the lineup, he puts Louis Arise in the middle of it, figuring that uh, he'll drive in some runs. Uh, it, it doesn't really seem to matter. Um, uh, Louis' uh, ability to um, – his ability to foul off pitchers that are close uh, uh, is uh, – is something that the great hitters have, and he has really uh, shown that this year. He told me last week too that he feels he's getting respect from umpires now that they they respect his strike zone more than they did uh, his first couple of years in the league. If he doesn't swing, um, I, he feels like he's getting the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Yeah, just just tremendous. And, and you talk about him moving him around in the lineup. They're moving him around out in the field in the series finale against Seattle. Uh, he he was at second base, so uh, playing at first, playing really wherever, his versatility in the batting order, but his versatility in the field, you know, I, I don't think he's ever going to be considered a gold glover, but he's reliable. I have to say, he adapted to first base better than I thought. Uh, he uh, has done a pretty good job of scooping some uh, scooping some throws out of the dirt, which uh, a lot of first basemen, uh, that takes them a while to learn. Yeah, it's it. You know, we like to look long term in baseball. It's it's really 
interesting, will be interesting to see where he lands uh, defensively because you're right, he's not, uh, he's a good fielder in the infield, but he's not a great one. Uh, and the Twins seem to really value defense. Uh, does he wind up at first base? And uh, if so, then that uh, kind of crowds out Alex Kirilov. Is he a designated hitter? Well, Rockle doesn't like to have a uh, everyday designated hitter, at least when it's not Nelson Cruz. Um, so it, his versatility has come in handy. It has certainly got him uh, playing time while Miguel Sano is out right now. But uh, it's, it would be interesting to know what the uh, Twins front office thinks about his future defensively and where he might land permanently. Can he keep shifting around every couple of months to a new position? Uh, you would think at some point that's, that uh, is going to affect uh, their defense and uh, his game, I would, I would think. Um, one, one other real bright spot that, that deserves – uh, attention is Griffin Jacks continues to amaze. Got credit for the win in the series finale at Seattle, and he has been stellar. Yeah, he, he, he you know, I, I think they saw something in him. They saw that he was good early in games when he was a starter last year, uh, and he just doesn't have the uh, uh, the stuff and the stamina to uh, to do that over long periods. It, like, you know, Yohan Duran uh, also when they're both in another converted starter that uh, if they tell him just go out there one inning at a time and throw as hard as you can, um, you know, Griffin Jacks has added three, four miles an hour to his fastball, and he uh, he seems awfully confident. They uh, I, I don't know that they foresaw that he would be this good, that, that he could be the uh, bridge guy, but uh, in, the, uh, in the absence of uh, – Tyler Duffy's effectiveness, uh, yeah, Griffin Jacks has, has really saved the uh, the middle innings for the Twins. I, I think of that appearance recently where he picked up Devin Smeltzer, and Smeltzer, I think, pitched into the seventh and then got in a jam, and then Jacks comes in and strikes out the side. I'm like, that, that's a huge spot uh, oh, yeah. for, for him to come in and get it done. And um he he he's just done that over and over again this year. So so good for him. He he's filling an important role. And yesterday uh, they uh, they got five innings out of Sonny Gray in his return, but they didn't score any. It was uh, it was zero zero. And you think this is a pretty important situation. Uh, and they brought in Jacks, and he he struck out two of the three batters, a weak grounder and two strikeouts. And uh, bought him more time to finally they they uh, came through and uh, got uh, got a run and eventually got five. Uh, yeah, same thing. You you don't know where the critical game changing uh, what the inning is going to be. It's not always the ninth. And uh, Jax is a handy weapon to have uh, for those middle innings. Devin Smeltzer gets a start tomorrow night, as I mentioned, against Madison Bumgarner. And Smeltzer has been another guy, Phil, that is just. You, you almost can't say how important his performance to this point in the season has been. Now, um, sometimes it looks like a little bit of smoke and mirrors out there, but it's hard to argue with what he's been able to do, and Ronico Baldelli's been singing his praises. Yeah, they have won uh, four of the six games he started, and the two losses were uh, one-run losses where the offense uh, really kind of let them down. Uh, yeah, you know, they've lost 
Chris Paddock, Bailey Ober, Sonny Gray, uh, uh, Dylan Bundy has been uh, ineffective. Uh, they've had so many, uh, so much turmoil in the starting rotation that they just landed on uh, uh, a left-hander who, had, who was who was good a couple years ago and uh, and uh, kind of hung around and uh, and has really uh, yeah same thing uh, unsung hero that is uh, that has saved them. Uh, it's uh, I don't know what this last month would have looked like. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they, they would have had more St. Paul Saints uh, starting pitchers, uh, you know, facing the top three teams in the AL East. So, uh, yeah, um, Smeltzer is uh, is probably here to stay. He gives them a left-handed arm, which they uh, have uh, needed. And, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, he's he is what I think the Twins had hoped Randy Dobnak would be until Dobnak was beset with uh, these uh, hand injuries, a a guy that they don't necessarily paint into the starting rotation, but when they need him, uh, he's, he steps up and does the job. And he'll get to start again tomorrow night in game one. We'll, we'll be on the air, 8 o'clock, 8.40, first pitch uh, from Arizona. Sonny Gray is back. Joe Ryan is back. Hugely important, but that, that leads me into – uh, we're into the summer months. Uh, the trade deadline looms at the end of July, and uh, the Twins have to think to to ultimately secure a division title and have a shot in the postseason. They they got to be thinking we got to add pitching that that we just don't have enough starting pitching right now for sure. Yep, that is going to be uh, that's the one area of the team where they don't see help uh, on the uh, horizon. Uh, you know, I think they. I think uh, Alex Kirloff will be able to uh, pump up the lineup a little bit uh, um, as soon as he arrives, uh, I would guess, in the next week or two. But, uh, um, yeah, they need uh, another starting pitcher, and I think they probably feel like they need another arm for the bullpen. And uh, whether or not they are willing to – you know, the price for pitching is high. Uh, Sonny Gray is at the top of the rotation, but they gave up last year's first-round pick to get him. it will be interesting to see, uh, you know, they're definitely going to be in the rental market. I think they'll uh, get a future free agent for the last uh, couple of months of the season. Um, and uh, we'll see if uh, how seriously they're taken uh, after that. Uh, I, I, I can say the team itself is so heartened by uh, this last couple of weeks, uh, playing pretty well against the Yankees, doing well in Toronto. Uh, I, I think there's a, uh, quite a bit of optimism that uh, um, that they do have the parts and uh, once they uh, once they get them all healthy and together uh, they'll have something uh, if they can add to that in yeah you're right we're only five weeks away from the deadline now six weeks maybe uh, um, that could be uh, that could be critical in the postseason yeah and they they have the ingredients we we talked about arise Byron Buxton and and what a huge role he plays now in the final game in Seattle was over, but you know it's generally been on a tear. Carlos Correa, a, a reliable performer, one of the elite players in the game. There are the ingredients in that everyday lineup, and now they've got some other pieces. You know, Joe Ryan's still a kid, but uh, very promising. Sonny Gray, if he can stay healthy and and perform the way the Twins had expected. They have the ingredients of, of being able to finish the deal and win this division and uh, you know get to the postseason. So 
a lot of a lot of excitement there. One one other player I wanted to bring up before we let you go, and and that would be ultimately at the back end of the bullpen that we we've seen kind of a mix and match. Do you think that someone's ultimately going to win that job, Pagan or Duran, or could they be in the market for a veteran type closer that they could plug into that spot? <laughs> well, let's. I saw the uh, San Diego Padres uh, moved into first place, so I guess uh, Tyler. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Taylor Rogers yeah. uh, won't be on the uh, on the market. He won't be available. In a, wouldn't uh, wouldn't he look good in the Twins uniform? <laughs> right. uh, uh, I asked uh, I asked Rocco about this uh, very thing uh, yesterday about uh, about Pagan about Duran. Uh, and you would you would think that uh, he's not even aware of what inning they're in as uh, as the game goes along. He he so does not want to get locked into a ninth inning um, uh, role like that. He, he and it's clear from his managing. He considers some pitchers that he uses when they lead, and some pitchers he uses when they're behind. Uh, and they're a lot more comfortable that way. Uh, he expressed uh, he gave a pretty clear. Uh, um, voice, uh, he voiced the support, let's say, of Emilio Pagan and how uh, consistent he, uh, they feel like he has been. Uh, I, they, they honestly feel he's been a little unlucky. Um, so I, I, I think they are pretty comfortable with Pagan in, uh, in that role. As the games get bigger, as a playoff uh, position comes in sight, maybe they will uh, consider Duran more. I I don't think that a closer per se is necessarily what they're shopping for. I think um, I think they would like uh, kind of the the role that they had hoped Tyler Duffy would uh, have uh, filled by now. The role that Joe Smith did a good job in the first two months, but has uh, faltered a little bit uh, in the last three weeks. That um, middle inning uh, thing where they got where they go from Griffin Jacks to. Uh, to the last two or three innings. I don't think it has to be a high save guy, um, but another veteran arm for when, they, uh, uh, when they're protecting a lead, um, I, I think is probably right at the top of the shopping list, along with, uh, as we said, uh, a, a starting pitcher down the stretch. All right, Phil, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Okay, Steve, anytime. All right, there he is. Phil Miller covers the Twins. For the Star Tribune, online at startribune.com. And uh, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. From the Valley of the Sun, Twins take on uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Airtime, 8 o'clock, first pitch, 8.40-yard time. Devin Smeltzer against Madison Bumgarner. Uh, Bumgarner having a nice year, uh, ERA-wise. Uh, he's counted at three and a half, but his record not so great at two and six. Devin Smeltzer, though, has been lights out three and zero, two point three eight. Just a huge surprise and a huge bright spot uh, for the home nine. And then they go again a little bit later on Saturday night, and then a Sunday matinee when they come home to uh, the the sweltering Twin Cities. And they'll be looking at hundreds in the Valley of the Sun, and then we could see uh, one hundred on the thermometer come Monday in these parts. It is 724. Sports to the Max continues in a moment here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 